This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Kamenetsky Brothers in for Travis and Sliwa. Happy birthday to Travis. I got a... What is he, 82? He might be. Yeah, I'm going to send him the clip. Travis <laughs> turned 82 when he turned 28. So <laughs> he has the, by the way, of an old man. By the way, how was the lunch yesterday, Andy and Jorge? Oh, it was cool. Yeah, good time. Yeah, where'd you guys go? Uh, we went to Craft uh, by Smoking Fire down, uh, downstairs in LA Live. And, uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna yeah. be Travis. What did you eat? How was it? We had a pretzel. Uh, just, they have a big old pretzel. There. <laughs> we all shared a pretzel. <laughs> no, it was, and a, that was it. It's a huge pretzel, right? <laughs> it's a big pretzel. It's, it's a, a very big, big, big pretzel. pretzel. I I unfortunately beers? had eaten before I even knew that this was happening, so <laughs> I did not eat anything. Beto ordered a chicken sandwich, like a fried chicken sandwich. This chicken was like. The equivalent of the Flintstone steak that they used to order. <laughs> this was the big. I'm, I'm not joking. This is the biggest chicken sandwich I think I've ever seen. Like you, Kraft takes care of you if you order this sandwich. It looked phenomenal. Yeah, you know it was good. We had the couple of beers. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, we had a good time. Did yeah. you? What did you have? We had the Sacra Bolsita. That's what it's called. It's a, it's a Mexican lager. No, the not the beer. What did you eat? Oh, for that's lunch? What, yeah. We shared the uh, the pretzel. It's a big, big. That's pretzel, all you me. ate for lunch was yeah, a pretzel. That's all we had, and then I went home and you know Shocking. ate at home. Yeah, they did have a pizza party yesterday, Brian, which yeah, is probably what, what was yeah. missed too. Yeah, the, the good Hut. folks at Pizza Hut surprised Travis with a pizza party for his birthday. So we also eat. for Carlos' birthday and for Carlos' that's birthday, right. but but mostly in Travis's mind. For Travis's birthday. <laughs> um, I got a better answer from ChatGPT about things that were once cool that aren't cool anymore. Uh, one example is the Tamagotchi, a virtual pet mm. that uh, gained immense popularity in the late 1990s. At the Again, time, I think it was popular. Yeah, at the time, people of all ages were fascinated by the idea of taking care of a digital pet on a small electronic device. However, as technology advanced and new forms of entertainment emerged, the Tamagotchi lost its widespread popularity. But was it cool? That's a good question, Emily. Yeah, so I think it was for nerds. I mean, I was one of them, so I was a nerd and I <laughs> like my Tamagotchi, but it's not like I was cool. <laughs> I had my Tom. I was like to the cool kids in the class. It's like, oh, can I sit with you at the table because I have my Tamagotchi? But no, did they was, have theirs? Pop- they, they didn't have them because it was oh. they were too cool. Okay. So I feel like it's more of a popular thing than it is a cool. Well, this, thing. this is the problem with Chat GPT being, you know, AI and not really the having nuance. a human soul. Exactly. Exactly. It's just going to look up things that were widespread and popular and assume that they were cool. Cool is a feeling. It's a vibe. Right. But that. But I, I actually think that that's something that normal humans would have trouble parsing as well. Like Carissa Thompson would not be making these mistakes. <laughs> Carissa Thompson would absolutely nail these answers. But that's the beauty of a conversation. We can debate whether or not something was cool versus popular. So 877-710-3776. If you have something that was cool when you were a kid, um, that's not cool now, let us know. Or what's the difference between cool and popular? Because uh, maybe people have different ideas. Okay, so Emily sent us a picture of her uh, trophies and trash desk, which we are not allowed to put on social media, she says. <laughs> but that doesn't mean we can't yeah. talk about it. And so sure. I, I'm really, I've been like zooming around this photo 
trying to like pick out individual <laughs> things that I don't understand. And in yeah. the middle of it, there is mm -hmm. a jar, like a mason jar, that is mm -hmm. three quarters full of gold glitter. <laughs> okay. Explain. It's the, out it's the outside of the mason jar that is gold and glitter. So like if you, it's oh. like the decoration of the mason jar. Um, so like if you touch it, you get glitter on your fingers because it's on the outside of it. Um, it's just what I got from Target from like the uh, like $5 section or whatever. Um, but I was a senior in high school and I decided that the year I was going to write down a memory every day of high school. So I would put it <gasps> in the jar after it was done and then I would have it for um, the future. To okay, go get that jar <laughs> and start pulling out some memories. I'll see if there's anything that's appropriate to talk about. <laughs> They're all appropriate to talk oh, about. Well, maybe sure. not all. It's statute of oh, limitations, sure. Emily. It's right. fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, well, you guys keep going. I'm, I'm walking over to look at it. Yeah, share the share the memory jar. That was a good find. Nice. I'm excited about what else we can find in this thing. Jesse in yeah. Santa Ana, speaking of were things cool or not, Jesse's got a suggestion. What's up, man? Uh, thank you guys for taking the call. So my thing would be beepers and pagers back in the day i felt those were yeah. pretty cool if you had one if you could afford one yeah and now they are absolutely useless and uh <laughs> nothing you could really do with them thanks to iphones if Appreciate you had a pager that was pretty cool because you might be a drug dealer which was also <laughs> kind of cool <laughs> yeah i mean that's the thing people don't like to talk about with drug dealers thanks jesse is they can't it's kind of you know i mean don't do it no, we're not recommending no, it. No, don't. But, but, if you, but if you do go into it, you're going to look cool on your way to prison. It's like, like being <laughs> like, like, you're going to look really like cool. Being an art thief is objectively cool. Like, yeah. that is cool. You're cool if you're doing that. Well, don't do it. Here's you can the, go to jail. Here's but the it's problem. cool. A lot of crime is yes, objectively speaking. It is kind of cool. Like, I've, I've said <laughs> all the time, I, I want to be a wheel man. I want to be a wheel man for, like, a robbery crew. Show. Like, you know, like, uh, like a, what... Heat, uh, I forgot it. Dennis Haysbert yeah. played the wheelman, or Danny Trejo was the wheelman in Heat. I would love to be a wheelman for a bank robber crew. Obviously, violently don't do robbing it. banks. Don't do it. Terrible it's thing. Bad. All those guys were super cool. They were all cool. De Niro's crew in Heat. Very cool. They were so cool. Very cool. But like, Jorge and I are super into Sons of Anarchy. Oh, we are. Like, those are really bad people. The Sam Crow folks. They're all cool. I've never thought of <laughs> it in that context. Like, part of the big problem with crime is that it can be kind of cool. Like, and here's... Okay. <laughs> but it's not popular. It's not, is it popular? <laughs> here's the one exception, actually. Reading about it, watching it is. And taking this back to our Jim Ursay conversation. Like, white-collar crime, not cool. Like, people who go around, like, bilking seniors... Bernie Madoff, not cool. Bank fraud, like, Ponzi schemes... That's not cool at all. Like, all white-collar crime isn't cool in the slightest, but, like, I guess blue-collar <laughs> violent crime, all kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know if I would call all violent crime okay, cool. that's true. Fair. <laughs> I, should, I should be more specific. As, as the person who introduced this idea okay. out into yes, the world, yes, I would like to there are limits. dial yes, it back yes, yes, just yes. a little bit. There are limits. Okay, if you have style, if you have style and Stylish Panak, crime yes. is what's cool. Okay, a Martin Scorsese movie is cool. Like, that kind of yeah, stuff. Like, okay, Goodfellas. All the yeah. guys at the center of that 
doing really bad things. Irishman. <laughs> but they have style and panache. Right. It's the style and the panache that's cool. Yeah. Not necessarily the... No, the, if you go around just beating up people... The murder no, and... Yeah, murdering yeah. people with no style. Oh, my gosh. It's not cool. How did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you brought up Scorsese's films. Are we still uh, here? <laughs> okay, I'll read one of my my memories. From I'm usually school, the one who takes it too want. far. Um, so this is to remind people: I have this little uh, jar that I put my memories from high school in it, so I can remember them in the future. So this is from 2013, um, and it says, "Went to Mellow Mushroom, which is a pizza place." With uh, my friends Rachel, Anna, Anna, Katie, Winborn, and Bridget. Winborn? And <laughs> yes, her name is Winborn. <laughs> and we had pizza and we had fun. That was the memory. So these are all very tame memories. It's just, you know, to remember who I was hanging out with. That is time. the sweetest thing yeah. I think I've ever seen. That's so sweet. <laughs> I'm a quite wholesome person. I went to the pizza uh, place with my friends and we had a. Do you remember that day? I do remember that day. We took a picture and I have, uh, it was very fun. It was a big table too. We were it was right before finals of high school. Mellow mushroom. I did not think it was a pizza place. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be today. It, no, it's the still today. Nothing. Right, but if, if, yeah. but if you were to be start a business in 2023, yes. and uh, and you so you're going to name it Mellow Mushroom, it would not be a pizza place. Right. Um, so one thing that we teased earlier was that Tom Brady uh, might be trying out a personality. So I want to play this sound for you guys. So this is Tom Brady and Denzel Washington. And they were reenacting the scene in Remember the Titans where just think about Tom Brady is Cuba Gooden Jr. And Denzel Washington is his own character. So Jorge, if you don't mind. No, Don, uh, he's Donald Faison. He's Donald Faison. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Put your hands so out. Play that? First you smile, then you think. It. You think football is fun. Uh, yes. Sir. Yeah, uh, yes. No, sir. It was fun. Now, not anymore. Is make up your mind since you're thinking. Go on, think. Is it fun? Uh, no, no, absolutely no. not. No, no. All no. right, zero fun. All right, listen up. I'm Coach Washington. We're about to have some fun. <laughs> okay, first couple reactions. Denzel has probably not spoken those lines from Remember the Titans oh, yeah. in twenty something years. He is likely just cold reading this scene, and he's still great. Like Denzel is such a great actor, he can make that sound compelling, even though he's basically just picking up the script and reading it. Secondly, this from Tom Brady playing the Donald Faison role from Remember the Titans, combined with yesterday throwing around, we talked about this throwing around hot takes about how the NFL now is in a weak place and it's not as good a product or whatever. I feel like Tom Brady is trying on having a public personality. Because he spent like 25 years or so in the public eye being totally bland and like never saying anything interesting, never being particularly funny, never being particularly compelling. It feels like he's up to something and he, he's like trying out just being with personality in the public. When you're a quarterback in the NFL, like it, it generally speaking, you're better off giving people nothing like that's i think sort of the accepted way of doing it like it's not worth the headlines it's not worth the controversy if you give people nothing and particularly when you're good then you know you just you can you can kind of skate 
through a lot of things. It worked for Peyton Manning. It works for you know for Tom Brady. You know, Matt Stafford is not exactly you know just throwing out hot taste his wife sometimes, <laughs> right? Sometimes, but he is is pretty bland. Most quarterbacks, it's like platitudes and whatever, and that's what they do. But once you retire, if you want to do something, you know, especially if it's something that's based around you. You kind of need to show a little bit of like you can't do media that way. Like Peyton Manning has become a really funny media guy. Like you know he, he's revealed a lot more of his personality, does the commercials and whatever. So Brady's got to kind of break out of that. Plus he's single and might be trying to show the ladies that he's got a little bit of personality. He's not just rich. <laughs> he's not just a rich white billionaire. But I also right. don't think it's working. <laughs> do not think it's working. It, he's trying it it's out. Awkward. Which is the best he's thing. not a good actor. It's very. That yeah. was not a compelling read. No, Denzel no. acted him off the screen. <laughs> There's no question about that. <laughs> well, it is Denzel, but it is Denzel. I, but it, Brady against anybody would have looked a, yeah, a little interesting there. He's going to need to work on this. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, is Caleb Williams still a no-brainer for the number one overall pick in 2024? Talk about that coming up next. Kamenetsky Brothers, Travis and Slee with 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Kamenetsky Brothers in for Travis and Sliwa. About to get to Caleb Williams and whether or not he still is the consensus no-brainer number one overall pick, but... uh, a little bit of disappointing news for the Lakers. Sources telling ESPN Cam Reddish still experiencing groin soreness from yesterday's game. He left pretty early in the first quarter. Five minutes. Again. Yeah, five minutes in. Uh, he's not going to be available tonight against the Mavericks. That's a big deal, A, because Reddish has been playing really well. B, they don't have Vanderbilt. They don't have Gabe Vincent. Now no Reddish. That's a lot of point of attack defense you're missing going up against Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. Lot on the plate now of Max Christie, who is certainly going to be drawing one or both of those guys a lot in this game. Yeah, well, I know a lot of Lakers fans have been wanting to see more of Max Christie. He played um, twenty season high or almost a season high twenty seven minutes last night, and uh, played well. He did play well, and now people are going to. Get the their wish, and they will see Max Christie, and um, they need him to play well. Um, if he does, then you can kind of absorb this because your depth doesn't really change. Christie wasn't somebody who was playing a lot, so you slide somebody who wasn't playing into a role who was somebody who was, and you're not necessarily as shorthanded. But if he doesn't play well, you're running out of dudes. Yeah, and you know Reddish had been 
been a really fun story so far for this season. Like he is somebody that both you and I, frankly, did not picture in the rotation at all. We weren't even quite sure why the Lakers. I have never were understood so the fascination with Cam Reddish. Right, we never quite got why they were seemingly always. We always just assumed, honestly, it's a clutch thing, mm-hmm. and it's kind of just okay. We'll bring him in, leave us alone. I, Rob Polinka has a reddish fetish. Yeah, a reddish I've always, fetish. I've always thought. Yeah, and he's also he's also got a Rich Paul in his ear saying, "Sign this sign guy. guy." Yeah, finally, fine. Veterans minimum. It's nice whatever. when those two things overlap. Yeah, and Reddish has played really well, so it's going to be something the Lakers have to account for. Caleb Williams began this season reigning Heisman Trophy winner as the consensus number one overall pick, but like the obvious no-brainer. We don't even need to talk about this. USC has had a very underwhelming season, although it should be noted. Oh? (laughs) Be noted. (laughs) Caleb Williams has not been part of what has been disappointing. Well, depends on your perspective. There are people who think he hasn't played up to what he did last year, Andy. Well, to that point, uh, there are mock drafts that now have Caleb Williams moving down because of some risky throws, because of how he has handled the team's losses. He opted not to be uh, available for the press after the UCLA loss, which... Was not a great look. He went crying to his mama after another loss. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that is such what hot take radio. Dog? Like mid nineties <laughs> yeah. hot. He went crying to his mama. I Stand mean, up and be a man. Yeah, that used to be cool. They, it's not cool anymore. They say things like that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they brought it up on True. New York or whatever. They don't want him in New York because he was crying and he needs to be able to handle his losses like a man or whatever. But I just I don't think that's the reason why people should. Be down if on the Caleb Jets Williams. don't take him yeah. because of that, <laughs> everybody <laughs> well, should yeah. be fired. He's too emotional. Of course. If the but Giants don't take him because of that, everybody should be fired. He has been more risky with the ball. He's held on to the ball for a really long time. He makes mistakes, which everyone does, but he's not the pristine, perfect quarterback that we saw coming out last year if he would have had the opportunity to come out to the nfl okay. last year but there are questions now i mean you say he's like risky with the ball he's not balancing it on his nose like a seal i mean he's <laughs> he's the, he's playing on a team that has to score six thousand points a game to try to right. win when that happens you have to try to put the ball in places where he probably shouldn't go you probably have to make runs that you wouldn't otherwise make as the quarterback. Like, you know, maybe you'd slide here, throw the ball out of bounds, or whatever it is. Well, yes, he he holds the ball really long, but that's because he's trying to get something down the field so they can score quickly. He's desperately trying to make something happen because they have to score on every single drive if they're going to try to win a game. Right. But I think that another question to ask, though, is like, is a Lincoln Riley quarterback always going to translate to the NFL level? Because we've seen, obviously we've seen, Baker Mayfield, one over, one, number one overall, was under Lincoln Riley, has had highs and has had lots of lows. And now is kind of like an average to below average quarterback and is had, having a fighting for a starting position. We've seen Kyler Murray, and he's also been great. He also won a Heisman, but he's also had high highs and very low lows. But it has more to do with his like personality and his attitude than it is and his the fact the field he's, necessarily. he's like 5'4". Yes, of course. But then we also see Jalen Hurts, who was only with Lincoln Riley for one year. But Link- but Jalen Hurts is my, on the top two, three quarterbacks in the league right now. So there's a lot of difference, but they all have kind of um, 
an attitude. And maybe is Lincoln Riley not preparing his guys for the league as well as he should they be? You don't see Jalen Hurts crying to his mama every time they lose a game. <laughs> well, they don't lose very often. They lose like once a year in the Super Bowl. But yeah, I just I just think it's interesting just how they don't seem to be developing as much with under Lincoln Riley. They seem to be come in very good and leave well, relatively the same spot. Should Baker Baker he was the top pick, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I so. yeah, number one yeah. overall in twenty seventeen eighteen. But he was picked number one not based on tools, but based on vibes. Like he's a winner. He moxie. knows how to moxie. That's a great word for it. He's got moxie. It's like all of these things that are like the the under and look. This stuff matters with your quarterback. Like you need to be able to have a guy who, but like Johnny Manziel had moxie. He's got spirit. He also couldn't throw the ball down the field with any sort of accuracy. And he was a you know you know had, had horrible work habits and and all this other stuff. You know Baker Mayfield probably shouldn't have been the number one pick because. Uh, from from a tools standpoint as a quarterback he wasn't that good he's not bad um but he wasn't he's actually having a good season this year he is yeah and well that that year too just to keep in mind brian is the year that baker is taken it was baker sam darnold josh allen josh rose and lamar jackson so obviously josh allen and lamar jackson should have gone ahead of baker mayfield but it was it was a weird year for draft. I feel, but this is the other thing about quarterbacks too. Like you take the same David Carr, never had a chance to be a decent quarterback because the minute he was drafted, he was getting his butt kicked because they couldn't protect him and it ruined him. Josh Rosen the same way. Like you put you put quarterbacks, even good quarterbacks, in a situation where you can argue this to some degree about Sam Darnold, where. If you are not put in a position to succeed as a young quarterback, you don't have an offensive mm-hmm. line, you don't have uh, skill position players around you, you can get ruined real fast. The inverse has been the case, I think, to some degree for Brock Purdy. Yeah. I mean, Br- Brock Purdy may be better than people expected. as Better Mr. than being Re- the last pick. Right. right. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it really helps to be part of a very well-run organization with all those great skill players around. A great him. line. All right, great line, a coach who's a really good offensive mind. Like, those things help. If you send Brock Purdy mm-hmm. to a lesser situation, maybe some of the traits that made him Mr. Irrelevant start coming through more. Which is why maybe it's better for Caleb Williams to drop a little bit. So you're not going to Chicago. You're going to maybe so five and six right now. If it was if we drafted today, would be the Giants or Tennessee. And I think that both of those situations are better situations than the Bears. The yeah, Tennessee's Giants, not a bad franchise. They're usually pretty, yeah, exactly. You know, they, the the Tennessee is right. a better franchise, and I think the Giants are a better franchise. They made the playoffs last year with Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is not as good as Caleb Williams. So I think it's honestly better for Caleb, for people to think, oh, yeah, he's not as good as he used to be. So he drops a little bit. Because before this even season even started, he had these um, conversations about how maybe he was going to sit out another year. And he didn't want to go to sp- specific teams he wasn't going to name. But that he wanted to have power and equity and all that stuff. So maybe it's only a good thing for him to drop a little bit so that he goes to a better situation, like who, we were talking about. Who are the, the, the absolute tire fires in the NFL? Like, who would we agree? Which um, franchises right are the now, complete tire fires? Chicago, Panthers... Patriots as it stands right now. Cardinals. Um, Arizona. You would put the Patriots in there? I wouldn't. I still think I they're wouldn't. a well-run organization. They might get rid of Bill Belichick, and then who knows who's stepping in there. They right, but at a... some point, Bill Belichick was going to be leaving. Like, he wasn't going to sure. be there forever. Like, I, I would like to think that 
as great as Bill, Bill Belichick is, that it wasn't truly just Bill Belichick for like three decades or whatever it's been of it success. It was also Tom Brady. Right. There, I would like to think there's been somebody yeah. making some decisions that worked out beyond just Brady and Belichick. Sure, but he also was the one that built the team. He was the GM. So he's the one that has put them in a terrible situation. But another tire fire of team is the Commanders. I think they're a bad team. The, the Jets, um, Vegas. Well, the hope like, would be that the Commanders, now that they're under new ownership, can start moving forward in a better way. Like, there's a, there's sure. at least optimism that the tire fire could be put out. Can Magic Johnson they did not that? have hot. They did not have hot water at FedEx Field this past Sunday. The team could not shower at the at the facilities last. That's that take a cold shower fire. like a man and stop <laughs> crying to your mama when you lose. Uh, I'm just saying, there's a lot of winners get tire hot. Fire right. Hot water is for closers. <laughs> Well, the other team didn't down. have it either. Right. <laughs> Both it's sides not ice have waters it. for closers. <laughs> Clearly, hot things belong to people yeah. who succeed. They didn't earn their hot water. That's not a tire fire. That's you know who gets hot water? <laughs> the <laughs> visiting locker <laughs> room. We'll <laughs> <laughs> turn up the water one degree for every 10 right yards now, that of total passing that you have. Those showers in the Eagles locker room, they're always gorgeous. Piping. Wonderful. <laughs> 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 you know why? Because it's a bunch of winners. <laughs> But yes, there's there's so much guessing having to do with the draft, and who knows who of these players like who who could have. You're told lucky that Josh we Allen don't make you use a ladle in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I don't know. It, I, I I'm interested to see where Caleb ends up and how he turns out. To be. I, all of this is he's gonna. They're gonna go through the workouts. They're gonna break down the tape, and if 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 people are smart. They will have exactly the same opinion of Caleb Williams as an NFL prospect as they did going into the season because USC's defense has been awful. The season has been a disappointment. Statistically speaking, okay, maybe the you know the kid from North Carolina has been really good, and you know Penix up in, in Washington's really like there are a lot of good quarterbacks around, but it's hard to look at Williams, especially in context, and say he's been bad. Like, wow, what happened to that guy? USC would have at least yeah. three fewer wins were Caleb Williams not the quarterback. Oh, if he was yeah. 80% as good as he's been, still, they would, which is still really good. Right. They would they would be well under 500. Absolutely. Like, unless you have serious concerns about Caleb Williams, like, attitudinally, that something just will not translate at the pro level. Crybaby. If, if you pass up on him because of USC's season, you're an idiot. Right. You're an absolute just, you know, idiot. I think what scouts have gotten better at is not falling into the Baker Mayfield trap of moxie, of intangibles, to the exclusion of the stuff that you can measure. Like, you know, like I, it is very possible that if Carolina made a mistake on Bryce Young um, relative to, say, CJ, CJ Stroud or some of the other guys in that draft, it's based on the idea he's he's really little. And, you know, you have to be able to accommodate that and protect that and whatever. And he's not really little in a Kyler Murray way where you're banking on 85 rushing yards um, or the ability to extend plays like, you know, for 20 seconds, like Kyler Murray can do. Um, And I, you know, it's obviously too young to write off young at this point, but it's like, you got to be able to, if you're, if you're crossing somebody off the list for stuff like that, you're, you're, I mean, that's probably why your team is a tire fire to begin with. All right, coming up next, a little fact or cap. Travis and Sliwa, Kamenetsky brothers in for the guys, 710 ESPN.
Hey guys, I know that uh, Bergman's in there. I am. So Bergman, man. How have are you? you have you guys shown him the photo of the trash and trophies? The trash yet? and trophies? No, I've not. This seen is it. how Emily lives. <laughs> no, what this is, is how my I, parents set up my room where i live what is happening there <laughs> hey but you know what i'm actually impressed with all the trophies and medals you have uh, that's very yeah. well done but also most of those are accounting <laughs> awards that are sister ones <laughs> accounting no. awards. but they are actually hoarders yes uh yeah it appears sorry to, guys it appears. how do you get into yeah. all that well, like, okay, that this is just a corner of the room. Okay, that's this a corner of the room. What's the other rest? You of should it see like? the corner. mess in the other three corners. <laughs> did no, you, did you, know you have a fine. bed in there? Is there room? Yes, it's fine. Okay. Like, anyway, the chair can't even stand up straight because there's so much stuff. Well, it's on my suitcase. That's why it can't stand up straight. The gold jar is, is it, the gold jar is uh, jar of memories. Oh yeah, we want another memory. Okay, I'll I'll get another memory while I, uh, while you guys answer the question that I'm gonna ask or the statement I'm gonna ask. So, um, uh, I sent you guys this earlier in our text message, but I saw this Twitter this tweet from Washington Post, and they send you if you give them your number, they will send you topics of conversation. Okay, so uh, so it says looking for something to talk about at Thanksgiving dinner. Here are some opinions that you can go and. Uh, talk to the people about so they gave us three options a nepo babies b ozempic or c fake meat so anyway it's a way to like have a conversation starter so this is a good idea uh andy Patrick. how hostile is your family vibe because <laughs> that's what really um, this comes down very. to is how much are you looking to avoid conversations about a b c through z because anything can start a fight in your family I don't think well, talking about Ozempic yeah. on Thanksgiving is it's, a good idea. Really? You you think people are going to go to blows over <laughs> Ozempic? Hi. Oh, you know another another serving of turkey. Does that come with a side of <laughs> Ozempic? <laughs> well, if you do it that way, sure. Right. I mean, if you but, present like hostily, yes. Yeah, right. uh, Anything you present hostily, the sky is blue today. Like you can get into it. <laughs> You know, you can get in a fight over anything. <laughs> you know, <laughs> according according to ChatGPT, it's hostile. Thanksgiving dinner is a time for family and friends to come together and enjoy each other's company. That's the topics true. of conversation <laughs> can vary. What does it say? It can be inaccurate. The topics of conversation can vary based on your relationships. But here are some general mm. ideas to help facilitate positive and engaging discussions. Number one, gratitude. Number two, family stories and traditions. Number three, current events. But it does say be mindful of the potential. For sensitive topics like you're too fat, how about some Ozempic? Um, no, that was me. Okay. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Number four. But that's what I'm getting. He, but if that's what he's getting at. Problems at our Thanksgiving is don't let Brian talk. Right. Well, I don't talk. Essentially, about he comes in hostile. Number four: hobbies and interests. Number five: food and recipes. That's a good one. Unless you're like, what's your recipe this for list this? Has Current events is number three. It does That's say, terrible it thing does say but be careful. Number five, five That's is That's everything in current events. I agree, but number five can also be a bit of a landmine food and recipes. What is your recipe for this? It's terrible. And are you going to have Ozempic <laughs> afterwards? Right. Number six, travel. Number seven, achievements and milestones. We can talk about Emily's awards. That's a good one. Uh, number right. eight, can, entertainment. Here we go. That's a good one. Be, uh, and this is ChatGPT again. Remember to be mindful of your audience and any potential sensitivities. It's generally a good idea to avoid controversial topics that mm. might lead to disagreements. Are we reading a full chappy GPT article? Yeah. <laughs> I don't see you contributing a lot. Well, you're talking okay. through the whole thing where Andy was answering his Jorge question. Answer. There you go. Uh, 
cap. I usually just look forward mm-hmm. to getting there, saying hi to my parents, say hi to whatever whatever people are there, eat, and I'm trying to get home. I'm trying to avoid okay. all conversations. That's very enough. warm. <laughs> okay, so yesterday- What a night um, of the Baronises. Went- right. right, baby. <laughs> really feel that gratitude just <laughs> dripping out of that hey, room. Thank you. And, uh, and I think it's a good idea. You're <laughs> Can I get this to go? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just have them Postmates you something from the meal? That's, that's, that's a good idea, actually, right? So, Is that an option? <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. What a great idea. Last night uh, after the show, I went to go see a movie with my sister and my cousin, and we went to go see the new um, prequel to Hunger Games, uh, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. And so we're sitting down. My cousin, though, used to work at this movie theater, so she gets tickets for free still. She worked there, like, 10 years ago. She still gets free tickets. Anyway, so we sit down, and my cousin's like, okay, I gotta put this in this cup holder, not this cup holder, so the person next to us doesn't see. And she just puts down just a regular, like, Yeti cup. Uh, and it's not even with alcohol. It's just Diet Coke. And so she's acting like she's just having this secret. And I'm like, no one cares that you bring an outside food into a movie theater. Like, it really doesn't matter anymore. So no one should judge you for bringing outside food into a movie theater. Bergman, factor cap. Uh, fact. I mean, it happens all the time. I always bring food into the movie theater. Right, exactly. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. And if, if the person next to you is going to get upset, that's very strange. Uh, excuse yeah. me. You're not allowed to bring that in here. <laughs> And like it, it, <laughs> Usher, 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 if you can come here, she brought in her own M and M's contraband. Yeah. <laughs> I will say it is weird though if you bring in food that the movie theater actually has. Like, if you come in with your own big tub of popcorn, I don't want to buy the pop big tub of popcorn. I, I get it's like not, ten dollars. I get not wanting to buy it. I'm just saying, it's I, one thing to bring in a sandwich that they don't offer at sure. the theater. If you come in with like <laughs> popcorn, raisinets, and a coke, well, like, that is, is, it, is it is it okay to go to the gro- like to a store and buy the raisinets and bring them in, even though they're I, I, of course it is. It is. Of course okay. it is. Yeah, yeah, thank I, you. I understand why people do it. I I am going to go ahead and say that's cap, and I will judge you. A little bit for bringing that stuff, and like, does like really? it's different. Like Emily, does your sister bring the air fryer into the theater? Like, you can't, <laughs> I mean, that's, that, that's not no, something you can. They don't sell intense. that. <laughs> I'm no, gonna need, a, I'm need a generator or an outlet. <laughs> All right, Jorge, what do you think? Uh, you know, the last time I, I went to the movies, I brought Chipotle in. So I'm with Bergman on this one. I brought Chipotle in. Like, you just bring a jacket. Good. Okay, but no, Chipotle, no, you around. have to have utensils. No, That's a lot. It's, it's a burrito. It's a burrito. I'm Mexican. Oh, I can't burrito. burrito without a freaking... If the theater no, does not offer... I don't get these bowls. What are you talking about? I don't need a bowl or, or cutlery <laughs> for a burrito. If the theater does not offer it, fair game. Absolutely fair I actually game. think they you should go ham with that. What does chat GPT say about that? Do they have an argument? Is it okay to If they have, if they have beer <laughs> options, I'm buying their beer. But other than that, I'm, I'm yeah. good. Sure, beer. Okay. Okay, okay, I can understand that. Now that I used to right. sneak in. Yeah, but like, if you start bringing in like a steak and Dude, sides cool and stuff, anymore. like I respect that. Yeah. Like the more elaborate, the better. You're going to Morton's. You're getting a fillet, <laughs> right. some sides, some broccolini, mashed potatoes. Like you, you, <laughs> you have to set up like a, you like you you take an aisle to set up like a table. You got to bring it in under the dome, right? <laughs> you lift up the dome. Can you actually walk with it on your hand when you at an angle? Yeah, be Before bringing outside food into a movie theater, it is advisable to check the theater's policies. Some theaters may allow it oh within gosh. reason, while others may strictly enforce the rules against it all right so um tonight 
is the unofficial quote-unquote best night to go out in your hometown so you guys haven't heard about it it's just the night before thanksgiving so you go out with your um friends from high school to your hometown bars and you do whatever you want to do so tonight is the best night to go out of the year uh brian factor cap if that's what the kids say, I haven't gone out in 13 years. <laughs> Fact. Sure. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not qualified to answer that question. Andy? It absolutely was back in the yes. day. Like, I, like a, for example, a good friend of mine, his daughter started college at Michigan this year. He purposely did not go back to St. Louis. He's somebody I grew up with who now also lives in L.A. He didn't go back to St. Louis for Thanksgiving holiday specifically because he knew his daughter is going to be back for Thanksgiving break, and it's a really big deal for her to be among her friends because they're all doing their first trip back over Thanksgiving break from their freshman year. So I imagine, I know it was a big deal for me back when I was still living in St. Louis, that sort of thing happened. I imagine it's still big. Berg? Yeah, I could, it should still be big. That was a, it was a huge night. You come back after college, you meet up with all your old mm-hmm. high school friends. We used to go to the TGI Fridays on, yeah. uh, on Canoga. Nice. Yeah, we, oh, my like, gosh. Uh, all the time. That was where you go. You get just hammered there. You walk around. Oh, it's great. That's the kind of thing that ends up in Emily's At memory TGI jar. Fridays. <laughs> TGI Fridays. Oh, yeah. TGI no. Fridays. Oh they have so much stuff. There's a, there's booze flowing. It's a huge. Flare. It's not that exp- Yeah, they have flair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. It was oh that was the place to be for us yeah absolutely you really want to crack uh, it up you go to Hulahan <laughs> Jorge I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't even know if this was a thing but now it makes sense because my friends will be like hey come out tonight and yeah. Yeah, we would do uh-huh. it every time before Thanksgiving so it makes sense now just gets all right that's all my that's all my factor out. caps but I do have a memory that I'll read real quick okay so this is my little mason jar that I have for my senior year of high school that I put in memories and I wrote dates on them so that I can remember the exact dates this was. Um, January 18th, 2014. So this is my senior year in high school. So it says, Anna came over to watch uh, the Colts and Pat- Patriots game, uh, but we ended up talking instead after tryouts. So that was my memory tryouts from for what? that day. Tryouts for swimming. Because we still had to try out. At yeah. that point, that would have would that have been um, Brady versus Manning? 2014, mm, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sure? yeah. No. Yeah. Or no. Was or, he on unless, Denver? By was then? he de- on? He might Denver? have been on Denver. It might have been Andrew. Because that that it would have been a big matchup to actually watch. So I can <laughs> like see why January, that's a, yeah. that goes into your memory jar. Yeah. Did yeah, you? Memory anyway. She's on the jar. board behind you then because she entered your room. Anna's uh, on no. your board. Different Anna. Different Anna. Oh. This is a different Anna. So you didn't let her I in the swim in Anna, <laughs> not other Anna. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But yeah, that's all my sweet. Do you remember what you talked about? Boys. Uh, probably <laughs> talked about swimming and boys, yeah. <laughs> swimming boys. <laughs> you can combine them. It works. Buoyant. <laughs> Buoyant boys. All right. Okay, that was Factor Cap coming Fact. up. Are the Clippers actually going to make this thing work? Stick around, Bergman, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nope. The people sure. want Bergman. <laughs> 710 ESPN. Travis is an Applebee's kind of guy. Travis is a food kind of guy. <laughs> Kamenetsky Brothers in for Travis and Sliwa Bergman with us. We have just established Travis, who, happy birthday, Travis. Yeah, happy birthday, Travis. He's probably celebrating it at, at, at an, an Applebee's. Applebee's. Absolutely. Travis is an Applebee's kind of guy, we've what's, just concluded. What's well, Applebee's is great. Here, like, in order, because like, they're all basically the same restaurant. Applebee's, Chili's, Friday's, okay. Chili's, Applebee's, Olive Garden. Is Hulahan still around? I don't believe Like, so. I'm really asking. Chili's is definitely at the top. Like, Chili's really? is the best of all of those. 
I by agree. Far. I yeah. love yeah. chili thank, the best. Thank you, Em. Chili's is above Fridays. Yes. Yeah. The last is, is Friday's Friday's last Friday. I don't think Friday's around anymore. Yeah, I don't it? think so either. There are a lot. There, there's a Friday's. There are plenty of Fridays. Are know, they still around? My house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Big E in, in the Travis and Sliwa community said, TJ Fridaysburg, I pictured you more as an Applebee's kind of guy, but I don't know what an Applebee's kind of guy is. Well, there is there are a couple of Fridays yeah. in LA. Really? Yeah. Still? Yeah. Uh, there's, there's one off La Tijera. Yeah, that's one of the ones. There's one in Southgate. There's one in Rosemead, among many others. They got they, the, I mean, wait, they got the rectangle cheese sticks. They got they got one in Long Beach. Rectangle <laughs> cheese sticks? What is that? Have you ever that's the TGI Friday staple. I don't know. I've I've been have there since I was in high school. Rectangular shaped cheese fried mozzarella. There's one within ten miles of me right now. Really? You best uh, get yes, you best get going now before one. it fills up. I wonder if the one on Fredericksburg. Is, is that still a thing? I don't know. All right, uh, Jason Torres wants to weigh in on things that used to be cool but now are not. Jason, what's up? What's going on, guys? So one thing that, for me, growing up, I'm the same age as about uh, Bergman and Jorge. So back then, what was really cool was baggy pants and sagging your pants, guys. Oh. You know, hey, what's uh, up, you wear those. Yeah, the solos. You wear those solo jeans <laughs> with the white tee, you know, being Mexican with the buzz haircut. That I felt like that was my um, that was my uniform. But what's weird is that, Andy, or was it Brian that you said, things are coming back now. My wife bought this, uh, they're called boyfriend cut, which makes them bigger, so... I guess the baggy look is it is, um, it is back. back. My twelve-year-old daughter loves that stuff. She wears a lot of baggy clothing. Well, mom jeans were a thing for a while. Like the, the, the kids were. It's like what Billie Eilish wears. Billie Eilish wears a lot of baggy clothing, and so it kind of. Came and to Jason, to Jason's those really big jeans back in the day. You, Jorge, it would have been around your time. Really big, giant jeans. You know what I'm talking about? Like the hammer pants of jeans. Yeah, yeah, but they were jeans, and they had yeah. a, had a name for them. I can't. I'm blanking on what the name is. No, but that so, was. Huge. See, I remember the solo jeans. It was just you know the, they wouldn't wrinkle, or whatever. And they used to wear them with a white tee, like Jason said, and then with uh, all white K Swisses and the thick laces. Did you have the buzz cut too? I had the bangs trying to go on the with the bangs of bald, and you just leave the bangs, and then you spread the bangs. No, dude. Yeah, that's a look. <laughs> yeah, but the baggy pants—that was absolutely the the sagging of the pants. I mean, you had to do it. It actually felt comfortable for a long time, and then I finally pulled my pants up. Some of the pictures—I don't like this. I don't like this. I had to get used to it. Yeah, to get a job, I had to get used to it. The American Idol thing—it's like pants on the ground, pants on the ground, looking like a okay. fool with your pants. There on the was ground. a period that guy when, was funny. I remember one time my daughter when she was like Jinko, like Jinko jeans. She was still an infant. And I was up with her at like two or three in the morning. She like wouldn't fall asleep. And I'm in the rocker and I'm trying to just get her to go to sleep. And <laughs> I want to sing. I want to sing to her. And it's like three in the morning. My brain is scrambled. I cannot think of any lyrics to any song other than pants on the ground. <laughs> I started singing it to her like a lullaby. I was like, pants on the ground, pants on the ground, acting like a fool with your pants. It was the literally only song I could think of because I was, all of us have been through this, this period when they will not sleep days upon oh, end. Oh, yeah. You can't think. Your I, brain just becomes jelly. I am looking at the Jinko jeans. J-N-C-O? Jinko jeans? Oh, yeah. Website. Massive jeans that was so incredibly popular. And incredibly expensive. Yeah. I am looking at it right now with the 20% oh, no. off on Black Friday. I was not allowed to have them will knock your day. Jinko jeans down to about 220 Wow. 220 Depending on which yeah, model no, you they got. Were, they were extremely a, popular back in the day. It was a tremendous amount of denim you're buying, and though. It, for it wasn't just men that were. We, women would wear them. It was just the style. It's like four 
pairs of jeans worth of denim. It, yes, absolutely. So I guess in that what sense, was, it's a bargain. What was cool that's not cool anymore in my generation was like the layering of like polo t-shirts. So you would wear like three different polo t-shirts like steve on top of each other yeah it was it was like you would like layer (laughs) and it was cool you'd wear like a it it was i'll send you a picture of what it looks like but it was very weird three different polo shirts on top of each other so you have three different collars yes is that that what i'm getting like you you could pop a collar and have one down right yeah it's and Are actually, you sure, you can, you can you sure that wasn't something like, invented by the coolest kid? <laughs> I'm going to try it with like the black polo, the white polo, and the burgundy polo from ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's no, something that somebody sure. declares cool just to see if other people do it. That's aggressive. No, three no. collars. That's a lot of polos. <laughs> Wait, I got to send it to you guys. So three polo shirts just on top of each other? Emily? Sometimes. Or it would be like you do like a... A t-shirt and then another t-shirt on top of the t-shirt had different cuts so you'd see things differently um oh i mean we ha- i, I we just gotta the, show it to you we had the long sleeve shirt and you put a short sleeve shirt over that yeah that's yeah, really cool. that. Yeah. yeah that was is that is that <laughs> yeah. still a thing i don't think, I don't think thing. so uh, no. it was comfortable kind of. they actually reached a point where they actually started making long I had some. shirts with the, the, the <laughs> i like had some on. absolutely i had them they were all yeah it was already connected it was already there like, cool i don't need two shirts <laughs> right now <laughs> it's, it's still thin but i have long sleeves i'm doing this it's doing it the work sucks, for me. though if that's no longer a thing because if it isn't that shirt becomes totally useless like before <laughs> you could take apart the long sleeve and the short sleeve shirt and still have value in them the shirt that you own that is you know the two in one if yeah. it's not fashionable, you can't wear that thing. Now, can, this is the test. Did you have the the pants that you can unzip and turn into shorts? Oh, at the knees, right? Yeah, at the knees. Yeah. Yeah. Turn them into shorts. Those were dope. Yeah, they were. Get I them don't my remember those. Oh, yeah, I love those. Because like it would get hot in the middle of the day. You know what? I mean, <laughs> those, those <laughs> are, turn these into shorts real fast. <laughs> totally fine. Oh, wow, put the, put the bottoms in the backpack. You're great. Those are great for if you're on safari <laughs> or if the weather changes. Well, they were cargo pants, too, right. you know, so it worked out. <laughs> they're, they're, they're almost like transformers. The pants. Yes. Yes. I, what, the, I wouldn't want to do that because I wouldn't want to, like, where, if you're out and about, like, you can lose a leg. Yeah. Well, you go into, you, you go into like, vacation Pant mode leg, where bro. your pants no, okay. go into <laughs> vacation mode. Thank you for clarifying. Because it's cargo really pants, so you can put yeah, the, I was you, thinking totally of a leg. You can put like the leg. actual leg. They're you cargo walk? pants, so you can put that leg portion in, the, in one of the pockets. Yeah. So you're good. Do they have big pockets? Oh, yeah. Well, they're cargo pants, so you can just put right. it in the cargo. It's, it becomes your car. What if you're already carrying cargo? <laughs> Oh, well, then You're it's going to be a very big pocket. <laughs> Plan ahead. <laughs> very few, very, I can honestly say very few of these trends made it to suburban St. Louis. Really? How long did it take to get Jinko there? Jinko jeans, unless I was already out of there by then. Well, let's see. I'm 40. Where are you? You're well, a mayor out by then. No, no, no. I'm saying like. You know what did get to St. Louis? Uh, Air Force Ones, because DeMarco was in that music video. <laughs> oh, yeah, with Nelly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was he in that music video? Yes. Oh, yeah. He really? was. He yeah. haven't seen this, Greg? He's no, I haven't. I remember this. This song was. Killer. I believe Demarco is in this video. Like his scene is with Ozzy Smith. Am yeah, I correct about yeah, that. Yeah, he says yeah. it was uh, lit. Can <laughs> someone get it? I'll go put it on my computer in my yeah, office. Yeah, it's phenomenal. But... Oh yeah, I like, have Demarco to see was this. the man in St. Louis. Demarco is just the man. He is. I think that. I think man. we can just leave it right there. Demarco absolutely is the man. All right, coming up, <laughs> Clippers. Will they actually get it together with Harden and Westbrook and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard? Can this thing work? Coming up next. Travis and Sliwa came in at Brothers, 710 ESPN.